DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We're joined now by Brian Keel, former BYU linebacker. He joins us on the T-Mobile special guest line. T-Mobile and Sprinter coming together to build the best wireless company around. Visit T-Mobile.com for online services and local store availability. Brian, good morning. Good morning. Did you watch the Houston game, or were you taking them one game at a time, focused on UTSA, and you'll watch the Houston tape later? No, I, I missed it. I, I should have done some recon, um, <laughs> as that will be as that will be an actual measuring stick for our squad. Um, yeah, I'm actually super anxious for that matchup. Yeah, that's interesting. So we've identified Houston and Boise State, and then at the end of the season, we'll see where San Jose State is. And so you know, we don't have to take them one game at a time. You're an ex-player now, and we're media, so we're blowhards. We can take as many games as we want as a time, at a time. Uh, put yourself in the position of the players. Uh, how much would you be looking forward to that opportunity to maybe finally shut some people up? Yeah, so I was – I mean, every everybody's different. Everybody has a different approach and a different mindset. Um, if I was on the team in Provo right now, I would – relish every game and look forward to every game and look you know you only get so many chances um to play this game that we love and when it's done it's done there's no there's no pickup football in the park like there is for basketball or any other sport like it, it, it when it's done it's done so every time you get to lace them up and go out there is just it's a privilege and so if I was down there, I would relish every single game, and I wouldn't overlook any team or any opponent. Um, like, like I said on the radio a few weeks ago, you, know, you respect, respect every opponent. Um, and so I, I, would, I would look forward to each game and absolutely prepare and focus and execute each game. But I also, you know, I'm the type of guy who I'm, I'm real. And, you know, I, I didn't actually circle a game on a calendar, like literally, but, but – Figuratively, I always did that every single year, and and for us, you know, obviously the Utah game, the TCU game, um, those were big games for us when I was there, and you know, figuratively, those were circled on on my calendar in my head, and just absolutely looking forward to those games like they were Christmas. And so, you know, for these kids this year, if I was down there, I would, you know, I don't, they don't have the Utah game anymore, unfortunately. Um, but they do. Uh, Boise is a quality opponent. Houston is, is, Boise is obviously a really good football team, one of the winningest programs in the country over the last two decades. And so I would absolutely have that circled. Houston has been a quality team. I would have them circled. And then the last couple of years, San Diego State's been really good, and um, they have beaten us. So you know that's 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 another game that's a good measuring stick. So. Yeah, so I, you don't overlook any opponent, but you absolutely are looking forward to those games you have circled. So when you see a uh, spread that's 32 and then it goes up to 33 and then to 34 and then to 34 and a half, is there anything about this game that's overhyped that anyone is missing or everyone has this figured out and it's going to be a blowout? Yeah, so I, I, it's funny you say that. I just looked up the spread just in getting ready for this interview a couple of minutes ago. I was curious to see what is that. Um, ESPN's got it at 35. I'm not sure what the Vegas is. Is it still 35 right now? Yeah, I mean, it's different places and different books, but everybody's yeah, in the, everybody's in the same area. Okay, yeah, So and that's, that's huge. I mean, that's a monster spread. Last week was 24, and 
Um, yeah, I'm not a sports gambler or anything like that, but I, I looked at the spread last week and I, mentally I said I was, I'm taking, I'm taking 24. I'm taking BYU plus 24 and, and, um, and you would have paid out on that one. And, and then looking at it today, you know, if I was a gambling man, um, plus 35, I'll take that. <laughs> I'll take that. It's a huge spread. Um, but I'll take it. These guys are executing at such a high level and they're such a good team. Um, I'll take it. I think. You know, it, it is what it is. It, it's a lesser opponent, and you know we are supposed to beat them. And the way we've been playing, the way we have just absolutely been dominating every facet of the game, um, I think it's just going to be another, another one onto our road. You know, of a great season. If you're on this team this year, and invariably and undoubtedly you hear what's being said, good and bad, would it bug you that people are running around saying, "Yeah, they're playing high school teams." No, not at all. I, I would be the first one to acknowledge that because I, like I said, I'm a realist. Like, I, I, um, you know, I, I, I don't beat around the bush. I, I try to be frank. I try to be candid. And um, it, you know, truth is truth. It, it, you know, if you're if you're playing an SEC schedule and you win ten games, that's legit. If if you're playing a schedule full of opponents from lesser conferences. Um, you know, directional schools and the like, and you win 10 games, that's still a good season, but it's not like winning 10 games in the SEC. I mean, it's just, it is what it is. And so if I'm on the team and I wouldn't bother me at all, I, you know, it, it, I would be proud of what they've done and, and what I would have done if I was on the team because we've done what we're supposed to do, but you know, it wouldn't bother me. So one thing you're going to watch this game for that will be interesting that will help uh, help you get dialed in on the Houston game. One thing they have to improve at anything. Um, so I I think the one big thing that I noticed from the last game, just their first touchdown, the tackling was just atrocious, and our tackling has actually been pretty good this year. Um, I've been I've been compared to years past. I, I think we've improved in that area, and so. I've been pleased with that. That play was absolutely just horrendous. Um, and it gave them life, and it kind of you know, kept it a game for a real few minutes longer than it should have been because of that. And, um, and it was just a completely unnecessary thing. Like, it should have been a, a five, ten-yard game. I, you know, I can't remember where the first missed tackle was, but it was really close. And just, just horrendous angles, horrendous tackling. Um, that was really bad. So, you, and you hate to see something like that because it's so preventable. Like, if somebody if somebody just beats you with speed or or something like that, or, or out schemes you, or gets you on a trick play, like that's one thing. But just proper angles and pursuit and tackling is just football one on one fundamental. There's no excuse for that. Um, so that, that's I, just the one easy thing that I would say. You know, I don't want to see that. Now, I'm thinking BYU really needs a breakout season for recruiting purposes in terms of this is why you need to come to BYU. And I, I go back to your time. And, you know, you had the religious connection, and that's always going to be there. But I think that kids want more. than That's very important. But in terms of the elite players, they want more than that. And when you played, you know, it was an obvious choice to go there because Utah wasn't in the Pac-12. I think your program at the time had a little bit higher profile than the non-conference. You could play bigger opponents and get bigger opponents to come into Provo than Utah could, and that's obviously flipped. BYU can still get those big opponents, but Utah's situation is flipped. So I think that they need this season to give players – 
a legitimate reason to come to BYU beyond the religious aspect, which is very important. And that's why I think that if you've got them both, then they can help get back to where they were. What do you think about that? Yeah, I, I agree. So, for, yeah, And you, you hit the nail on the head. So I, I was always going to go to BYU, partly because of the religious aspect of it. But even, I mean, that wasn't really the main thing. The, the main driver was my family happened to be BYU fans. And so, you know, we grew up with season tickets. I went to all the games. And so, you know, it just built in. Like, I was going to go there. Um, but the, the, aside from that, like, when I was getting recruited, BYU still had that aura. And coming out of the 80s and 90s, they just they had that because of the track record, that they, which was a recent track record. And now that track record is it's old. And unfortunately, you know, the last... 15 years, we, they haven't produced, well, I guess that's 12 years, they haven't produced the same, and they haven't, they haven't had the same on-field success, you know, um, finishing ranked, winning, winning the, the marquee games, you know, 10-win seasons, haven't beat their rival in a decade, um, just a, a list of, of accomplishments that they haven't done um, over the last 12 years, and, and in a sense, and then also being independent, and, you know, they haven't made it in all these years. We still haven't made it to a New Year's Six Bowl. And so those are things that we haven't done, and they're failures on us. And obviously, you know, recruiting stuff and the honor code and all that stuff, but, you know, we, we still we could, have, we could have made more with what we have, and we haven't. And so that aura, is, it's not the same as what it was. And how, how do you get it back? It's not like it's lost forever. I mean, you can get it back just like we, we, we earned it and built it up before. And, and you, you, you hit it exactly. It, it's by winning. Winning solves all problems. It solves recruiting problems. It solves money problems. I mean, just, it solves everything. Just win. Just you know, Al Davis, just win, baby. Um, and so, you know, for us to get that aura back, that edge back, you know, that, that, just that respect, that fear, you, you just got to win. And so this season is huge for that. And even it, it, lesser opponents or not, you go out there and win every game on your schedule, that's an accomplishment. I don't care who you're playing. That's still hard to do. And it's still, especially when you have a spotlight this year because of not a lot of college football teams playing, especially in the West, you're, you're attracting eyes. And that attention is huge. It, it builds momentum. It builds recruiting. And then the recruiting is the lifeblood, lifeblood of any program. And that's how you have forward progress and upward mobility. And that makes you better for the next year and the year after that. And so, yeah, this, this year is huge. I absolutely love what we're doing. And if we can win our games and make it to a New Year's Six Bowl and play a marquee opponent and win, I mean, we will set ourselves up just – it's just it's invaluable what, what we have at stake right now. Brian Keel, former BYU linebacker, joining us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Uh, somebody at ESPN compared Zach Wilson's leap to that uh, – the one Joe Burrow made a year ago. That seems a little bit extreme, but I think what really, you're you're laughing, right? What really matters to BYU fans is if he makes a leap to where he's going to be an NFL draft pick, uh, if he's going to go in the, you know, fourth or fifth round or something, or earlier than that, it makes it even more obvious, then are we seeing the last year of Zach Wilson here? Mentally, I had him... I had him penciled in for another year, but the numbers he's putting up, and I know the quality of competition, but the number he's putting up, and I see Mel Kuyper had him fifth or sixth, I'm thinking, wait a minute, he's going to have a decision to make, and it may not be a very hard decision. 
Yeah, it's. I mean, it's different for everybody. Um, quarterback's different because your you, your age isn't a factor. So it's just. I think to me, it depends on what kind of a draft grade you have. I'm I'm the type of guy that's like, unless you're a first round, like a shoe in first rounder, you're better off coming back to school. And and the re- and there's a, a ton of factors for that. Um, Part of it is just the experience. Like college football is just so unique and so special, and still pure. Um, that's part of it. Part of it is finishing school. Like that's important. Um, and then a part of it too is just none of that, but just developmental. Like you know, getting drafted in the second round versus getting drafted in the sixth round. There's no comparison for your your, your pipeline success in the NFL. You know, second rounders have every chance to succeed. Six rounders, you're scratching just to make the roster. And, you know, leaving early can be the difference between being a six-rounder or a second-rounder. Um, and so, yeah, so I, when it comes down to it, I mean, he can do whatever he wants to do. He's, he's his own kid. And, and, and I'm not going to fault anybody, like, who wants to go get paid to do what they love. I don't, I don't fault anybody. Like, that's, I totally understand that decision. Anytime someone wants to leave early, if they can and they're going to get drafted, I don't fault that at all, but it's it's definitely something you have to weigh because you come back and you dominate another year, you're just going to go several rounds higher and have you can get paid more, and you're going to have a, a better pipeline to starting and being really successful in the NFL. But yeah, I mean, I think he's capable. He has made a big jump. The Joe Burrow comparison. I mean, that's let's not get ahead of ourselves. I mean, Joe Burrow just you know put, put out one of the best college football seasons ever last year, but. Um, just the fact that that's mentioned, I mean that, that that's that's awesome. Like he's doing, the, and, he, and he he's performing. He's he's even against lesser opponent. You know, it's hard to go twenty four, twenty six on air. He's um, he's playing very well. Brian Keel, former BYU linebacker, joining us every week. Brian, thanks for checking in, and we'll talk to you again next week. Thanks, guys. You have a good weekend.